the voice of Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy in Niagara Falls. Welcome to Dog Talk. Yeah, we are brought to you by the Maine West Animal Hospital, the Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and the Pet Food Outlet. Big round of applause for our sponsors. Woohoo! I want to remind you that if you miss a live episode of Dog Talk, you can go to the radio station's website, 610cktb.com. All of the Dog Talk shows are archived, and you can listen to them at your leisure. You can also take a trip to Spotify, and in the search box, you have to enter Dog Talk with Dave McMahon, and you can listen to past episodes of Dog Talk at your leisure. Yes, you can. Also, uh, Apple Podcast and uh, Google Podcast as well as Spotify. So, yeah. All right. So, anyway, without delay, uh, we're happy to bring on Tammy Gabry. Tammy Gabry is back, everyone. She is the, uh, the I want to get it right, the manager, uh, the pet care manager of the NAGRA SBCA and Humane Society. Hey, Tammy, how are things going? Hey, Dave. Good. How are you? I'm doing really good. You know, I'm having fun being a grandpa. Uh, along with Debbie being the grandma and mm-hmm. busy with the kids and the dog academy is super busy. As you know, the dog ownership and the dog population is growing and growing. So, Absolutely. Uh, from Absolutely. what I understand, all the trainers are busy and the groomers are busy. Yeah. And it's we're great making sure to keep are. you busy, Dave. We're making sure to keep you busy. Getting Thank lots of you. You're welcome. That's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate you recommending me to people. And uh, yeah, so we're happy that we are essential. So if a lockdown was to ever occur in the future, groomers, dog trainers, we are essential. And that's good because we, we need to be. Absolutely. You know, for animal welfare, for the yeah, mental absolutely, and the physical well-being, as you know. Uh, so Tammy, your pet care manager, and I guess you're sharing your, your time between the uh, what was once known as the Niagara Falls Humane Society and the Welland Humane Society. So you're a busy lady overlooking a lot and you're, and you're not afraid to get your boots uh, dirty and your, and your hands dirty and you're right there working uh, hands-on with the dogs. And I think you're awesome. I know you started this like a long time ago. We won't say how long. <laughs> yeah, we won't say. So, yeah, so, so you've been around, you know, the Humane Society, been employed there, uh, you know, for, for a long time and, and you understand how it works. Absolutely. Yeah. A long time. And I've seen a lot of changes, a lot of positive changes in the years that I've been with the Humane Society. So it's we're we're moving in the right direction as as a as a community and as a society. Yeah, that's awesome. There's a bunch of things I want to chit chat with you about tonight. Can we start with the leash law for dogs? Can you make some comments on the leash law? Can you talk about the fine 
that someone could get if their dog was, you know, running at large. Sure. Uh, I got to tell you, Tammy, there's an increasing amount of people, and I'm sure you're aware of it, that think it's their right of passage to take the dog out off leash and just let the dog, you know, run amok on the sidewalks. Students of mine who are walking their dog on a leash, practicing their obedience training, find it extremely frustrating, you know, to be walking their dog on a leash and another dog comes up and jumps on their back. And, and it's not always uh, aggression. Uh, sometimes it's just a loose dog that comes over and is, you know, interrupting their walk and jumping uh, on yeah, them and yeah. and play nipping on their, you know, their coat. And, and I'm hearing more and more of this. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And um, it is a problem, which is why this past uh, summer we introduced our uh, bike patrol uh, team that, um, you know, we're all about educating. That's what we focus on. It's not about handing out tickets and being that hard nose out there. It's about educating people. Some people aren't aware that there's leash laws uh, within the municipalities and every municipality is different for what those fines uh, are. Um, it can be upwards of $350. So um, what, what people don't realize is that uh, Dog Owners Liability Act, you're held accountable for the actions of your dog. And when they're off leash, if that should be, you make somebody swerve into, and hurts themselves, if it causes a car accident, that, that onus falls on you as the dog owner. So, um, you know, some people are scared of dogs. So even though your dog might be going up to say, hi, nice to meet you, that can be scary for someone. You have small children that are out walking or on their bikes. Again, that can be scary. So, you know, we just ask people to, to obey by the laws, have your dog under your care and control, which is on a leash, not a verbal care and control. That is not control of your animal. So, yeah. you know, make sure you're being respectful out there. We do have uh, leash-free parks in all the municipalities. Um, you use those at your own discretion, of course. And, you know, we, we hope that people are using those appropriately and not bringing a dog that is um, dog aggressive into those parks where that just causes a whole other, or other issue. But um, absolutely your dogs need to be on a leash when they're out in the public, uh, and on the parks, on the nature trails, um, in schoolyards, them roaming, running free, that, that is against the city bylaws. Right, right. Um, the, uh, the dog tags. I mean, as you know, there are so many different forms of canine uh, identification nowadays and different private companies, you know, and, and some folks figure, well, you know, I got my dog microchipped and uh, mm -hmm. or, I, or I bought a tag online and registered my dog with a registry online somewhere. Uh, if you could educate the listeners now and the viewers who are able to see us on Facebook Live, Facebook Watch right now, <laughs> me, yeah, Dave, so. the dog man, McMahon with Tammy Gabery, <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. Yeah, so if you could educate us about the, the dog tags, uh, explain to the listeners how it works and where they buy them and, you know, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dog licensing is a, is a municipal bylaw. All Every single municipality in the Niagara region has that as part of their bylaw control. Um, so the only uh, tag that really that is, is the dog license is the one that you can purchase through our DocuPet um, channels. And that is a municipal bylaw that, um, con that has to be renewed every year. Your dog license needs to be updated um, every, for the life of the dog. 
Um, so your, your microchipping is great to have because if the dog should lose its collar, lose its tags, there's still a form of identification. So if your dog should end up in our care, we can always get them back home to you, which is, you know, step one of what we want to accomplish when, whenever an animal comes into, into the shelter environment is to get them back home where they belong. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a city bylaw. Every municipality again has different fines associated with not having your dog licensed accordingly. So just uh, make sure you do your research. Um, you can find more information on our, our website, NiagaraSPCA.com as well, and even purchasing your licenses on there. Tammy, what would be the approximate uh, price for the uh, the dog tags for dogs? Uh, so they can start from, um, like if your dog is fixed, it's always a reduced rate. Every yep. municipality has a cheaper rate. So uh, it can be from $15 to $20, $25 for uh, a fixed dog. Unfixed, obviously the price is a little bit more because we're trying to get people to spay and neuter. Spay and neuter is the only way we can control our pet population and yes. keep animals out of shelters. And so it's a key component uh, for us is that spay and neuter. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. We're going to take a short break and we'll come back. I'll continue my conversation with Tammy Gabry. She is the pet care manager of the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. And uh, so don't go far because we're coming right back. Tammy and I have lots of things to talk about. Mm -hmm. local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Ticks are still out. Pick up your prevention today. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. The Greater Niagara Chamber of Commerce invites you to join in the Niagara Economic Summit. This Tuesday, 8 a.m. till noon, join in crucial online conversations with visionary experts and leaders from around the country and region to assess and debate where we are right now, where we can go from here, and how we can get there. The Niagara Economic Summit, online this Tuesday, 8 a.m. till noon. Drop in and out or stay all morning. For details, agenda, full list of speakers, and to register, visit gncc.com. The Farmer's Almanac is predicting a long, cold winter. So stock up on your favorite treats, toys, and food at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet has a great selection of sweaters and coats for your favorite fur baby. And unique items you won't find anywhere else. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, serving the community for 27 years. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. 
Niagara-bound QEW delays dissipating through Oakville. Now that we cleared away problems, Niagara-bound at Ford Drive from the left lane. No, it's not until we are at Burloak where we see any delays. Through to the junction, it's slow. Then westbound 403, we have delays. So on the Skyway, we're up to speed. And into Niagara, no troubles. Pick your favorite Subaru at the Adventure Picking Event. On now, your local Subaru dealer with rates from as low as 0.5%. I'm Jody Thornton, 610 CKTB Time Saver Traffic, next in 15 minutes. Face off, off the ice with Tim Horton's NHL trading cards. Grab a pack for only $1 with the purchase of any beverage or $1.99 on their own. Available at participating Tim's restaurants in Canada starting October 27th while supplies last. Terms apply. Visit the Tim Hortons app for more details. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon, and I'm in great conversation with Tammy Gabery. She's the pet care manager of the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. Tammy comes on Dog Talk radio show um often and uh, but it's never often enough i i think she, we should get around once a week <laughs> it's always fun having tammy with us um i did want to let the uh, listeners and uh the viewers who are watching us on the live facebook watch there were uh, a couple of people asking me what dogs i have nowadays so i have a black labrador retriever named miley moo we just call her miley but uh and then i have a chihuahua named hannah banana and we just call her Hannah. So that's it. We only have two dogs uh, now, but for many years, uh, my wife and I uh, raised uh, Belgian Melanois and uh, raised them and trained them. But uh, we don't have any Melanois uh, currently, just the lab and the Chihuahua. So uh, they're keeping us busy. And then, of course, we have uh, children, uh, five kids between the two of us and grandkids. And the Dog Academy keeps us really, really busy. So that's what's going on with me. And I wanted to mention, too, uh, where is it? I need to get different reading glasses. Yeah, like you care about me talking about my reading glasses. Optometrists were on strike for a bit, so uh, I had to wait for my appointment. Okay, here it is, so I can I can see better with these glasses. I wanted to talk about my upcoming dog obedience classes. We always list the start dates for the group obedience classes on the davemcmahon.ca website. So, for example, uh, we have a course starting uh, Tuesday, November the 9th at 7 p.m., another course starting Thursday, November 25th at 5 p.m., and then there's another course starting Tuesday, November the 30th at 8 p.m. So, typically, there could be anywhere from three to six uh, new courses uh, starting each month year-round, plus we do private one-on-one training lessons. And remember, we specialize in obedience training and problem solving and behavior modification. And we do a lot of rehabilitation with dogs that are introvert, shy, or reactive dogs that may uh, become reactive on a leash, aggression, lunging, or they go into avoidance. So if you have a problem with your dog or you have a problem dog, reach out to me at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy. Again, the website is davemcmahon.ca. So that is it for my shameless plug for my training academy. (laughs) Let's continue with Tammy Gabery uh, from the uh, the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. Tammy, what is the limit? And I'm certain that you'll tell us that it's going to vary from municipality to municipality 
as I stated, I currently have two dogs and I'm, I'm in kind of the suburbs, right? But, uh, you know, so, so what would be the limit as to how many dogs people can own if, they, let's say, they were in Welland or St. Catharines? Can we kind of use those cities maybe? Sure. Yeah, for sure. So most of your urban centers are a three-dog limit per household. Um, where you get into a more flexible limit would be your your country properties, uh, your Wayne Fleets and rural Haldeman County um, and, and some town of Pelham as well. So, but for the most part, urban, your urban centers, city of Niagara Falls, uh, city of Welland, it's a three dog limit per household. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, uh, that's what I had remembered it to be. And I wasn't certain if it had changed. So I'm glad you're, you're telling us about that. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is I, I notice that there are still people that own dogs and the dogs reside entirely outdoors in mm-hmm. a dog house. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and, and, you know, there's varying opinions on this. Uh, it's surprising to me, though. I mean, to me, a, a dog is a, uh, you know, part of the family. And I'm yes. not here to judge people who are living a different lifestyle with their dog. Uh, you know, so when I see a dog, you know, tied to a dog house and they're living outdoors, I mean, a dog is a social being and they are a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I want to ask you about uh, dog houses. Uh, of course, I'm sure there's certain specs and regulations on dog houses. Can you, can you uh, tell yes, us about there, that? There, uh, there would be for sure. Um, there's also, you have to have like a wind protection um, because as we all know, the winds can come from many different directions here. So the dogs need to be able to, to be able to get out of the elements. Um, even having a flap on a doghouse is a requirement. So um, with the provincial animal welfare agency having taken over the cruelty end of things, those like if anyone has concerns about uh, a, an animal that is left out outside, they want to definitely refer to the provincial animal welfare agency, um, and they can go out there and assess the situation and and you know if there's changes that need to be made, they can make sure that those happen. So like you, you know, like it, uh, you and I are in the same cut from the same cloth. Our, our dogs are a member of our family and yep. they live in the house and, you know, couch potatoes. <laughs> so yeah. um, but there are people that they they do have a different view and that could be culturally. That could be many different things. It, it, it's for their they're a working dog. So they have a purpose. We just need to make sure that those animals are being provided the best possible care if that is the case. So the dog house would have to be insulated. It would have to be so many centimeters off the ground. Correct. Correct. And then, and then have your flap and have uh, some sort of um, uh, protection from, from the elements. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's some dogs that don't want to go into a dog house. And so, you know, you have to take that into consideration. I, I've seen in the years of being on the road, the Huskies and Malamutes that, they love to lay out in the snow and even though they might have access to something right there, they choose, they choose that. And that, you know, you can't force them into the doghouse, but at least it's available if they need to get out of the elements. Right. Right. Now I'm, I'm sure that you must still get a lot of phone calls from concerned people. Is, is that true? I mean, you know, <laughs> habitually people have contacted the local humane society. If they happen to see a, you know, a dog maybe on a short chain or in distress, uh, I'm sure you're still fielding sure. a lot of these calls. 
We we do um, we do try to you know uh, we're we're about educating the public that it, things have changed in that in that role for us. Um, so we're we're all about um, you know we can still go out and make sure that bylaw end of things are being um, followed. Um, but if it moves to the next category of a cruelty or neglect, then that would fall to the provincial agents that are on the road to handle those kind of calls. Well, discussing this with you right now kind of turned out to be a segue into uh, the next thing I was going to ask you about, and that is the mandate of the uh, the, the Humane Society, NAGRA, SPCA, and Humane Society. Mm -hmm. um, for some folks that don't really have uh, a clear understanding of what exactly uh, the NAGRA, SPCA, and Humane Society does... Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, of course, they could go on the website and, and look at all the different services that you provide, you know, whether it be right. private cremation. And uh, I know you have a pet cemetery on the property. Is that still we the case? We do at our, our Welland location. We do have our, our pet cemetery. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, all, we're uh, adoption uh, facilities. We're uh, reuniting uh, pet, lost pets with their owners. Uh, we have our spay-neuter clinic providing low-cost uh, spay-neutering services, which is extremely busy and I'm, I know, which is good for us, but we're booking it well into the new year already um, with, with surgery. So if anyone has a pet that needs to, we suggest you get on there and, and book because appointments are, are far into the new year already. Um, so that keeps us busy. Non-COVID time, we have our mobile uh, clinic that we can, you know, roll into low-income communities or um, Indigenous communities and offer those services to people that don't have access to veterinarian care or affordable vet care. Um, we're rescue and relief for uh, our northern friends and Manitoba friends who are facing an unbelievable amount of dog overpopulation where decisions are made for these animals that um, you know, we can offer a better solution to these communities to, to, you know, help get these animals out. And then the next step is getting into those communities and, and spay neutering those adults that are left in those communities. So they're not continually reproducing and reproducing. We have our, one of our rescues, 40 puppies last week alone came into their rescue from Northern Manitoba communities oh. where the, the snow is going to be flying soon. So these puppies probably wouldn't have survived otherwise had they not been pulled in by this rescue. And now they'll be distributed through other uh, rescues here in Southern Ontario. So it's a moving, moving parts. And um, we have our bylaw enforcement. You know, we, we are out there, you know, making sure our pets are leashed. They're, they're licensed that, you know, Dog, dog barking complaints come to us. Um, your dog runs off property and goes after someone. You know, that's all stuff that we handle internally at our, our shelter locations. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was going to ask you about dog barking as well, because mm -hmm. that's also a, a bylaw, a city bylaw, is it not? Um, it is. And, and you know, a noise, a noise uh, problem, right? It's a nuisance, Correct. you know. Correct. And a lot of people think that it has to be through the night, and that's not the case. Some municipalities, you have shift workers. So during the day is when they're sleeping. So 20 minutes or more consistently is considered a nuisance noise complaint. So... Um, the, the problem with barking, we need to have that evidence to, to back up uh, any fines or anything that we can uh, 
contribute to the uh, pet owner. So usually there, there's a process for that. So it's a matter of gathering that evidence uh, from the, the individuals who are, you know, dealing with a, a nuisance dog barking issue. So um, the first step is to, to call in and report it to us and get that, that process started. Great. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back. I'll continue my conversation with Tammy Gabry. She is the pet care manager of the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. I'm Dave McMahon from Dave McMahon Dog Training, and you're listening to 610 CKTV. This is Dog Talk. We're coming back. Farmer's Almanac is predicting a long, cold winter. So stock up on your favorite treats, toys, and food at Pet Food Outlet. Pet Food Outlet has a great selection of sweaters and coats for your favorite fur baby. And unique items you won't find anywhere else. Visit Pet Food Outlet in Welland today, serving the community for 27 years. Open Monday to Thursday, 9 to 7, Friday 9 to 8, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5. Pet Food Outlet, making pets and their people happy. 905-735-PETS. The Niagara Canine Conditioning Center offers an amazing senior care program for dogs and cats. And they're celebrating Senior Pet Month by entering all new senior care program patients in a draw for a free massage. They're also offering a 10% discount on all sizes of Mutluck Snow Musher booties. Great for mud and snow. For more information on the senior care program, call the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center at 289-362-5900 or visit their website at canineconditioningcenter.ca. Hi, this is Alicia from Hospice Niagara. Hospice Niagara's Catch the Ace is back. With weekly winners and a growing jackpot, you could win big, live your dream, and help hospice. Get your tickets at catchtheaceniagara.ca. The Lincoln Power and Boys event is here at Brock Lincoln. Maintain a firm grip and your composure on the road with standard intelligent all-wheel drive. Available adaptive suspension for a smooth ride and serene interiors. Right now, sign and drive away in a new Lincoln with a $2,000 fall bonus on the purchase or lease of select 2021 and 2022 models. Schedule a test drive at Brock Lincoln in Niagara Falls or call 1-888-290-1925. BrockLincoln.ca Face off, off the ice with Tim Horton's NHL trading cards. Grab a pack for only $1 with the purchase of any beverage or $1.99 on their own. Available at participating Tim's restaurants in Canada starting October 27th while supplies last. Terms apply. Visit the Tim Hortons app for more details. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. Glad you could be here with us. Tammy Tammy Gabery and I are in conversation together, having an awesome time. And hopefully you've learned something new that maybe you didn't know before. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm asking the questions that I think many of you would want to know the answers to. And uh, so we talked about the spay and neuter uh, clinic that you have. And often when I am in Welland, because I have a couple of daughters that live in Welland, you know, you drive by and you can see people standing there waiting in line, right? 
Yeah, you always know when it's uh, drop-off time and pick-up time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, yeah. and I'm noticing as well, and from what I've heard too, uh, the the rates uh, for the spay and neuter clinic uh, through the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society are significantly less than that of a typical veterinarian, for example. Uh, yes, uh, you know that's that's the the goal of our our, our spay and neuter clinic is um, to offer those services. Uh, you know, some people just can't afford um, yeah. to pay more. It's still um, state, like it's still top-notch service and it, the, the spay neutering and all that, the, the team that we have are amazing. Um, but for us, it's all about that pet um, reduction in our municipality, especially with the felines. Like they, the cat population never seems to slow down. <laughs> yeah, so, I was gonna you ask know. you, I was gonna ask you if the, uh, the pussycat population was growing. <laughs> It is, and and it's been busy for us uh, this year. Like it, it's, uh, there isn't a slowdown, and um, until we start, uh, I'm not even sure where where it will end. There, like the the every year we have kitten season, and, and that never changes. And it seems to go later and later into the year, and and we're still seeing uh, moms and kittens coming into our into our care, even even though it's November. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why spay neutering is so important. It, it's a one-time deal, right? So for $100 uh, for a cat, for male or a female cat, uh, you know, it, that's it. You're done. One time, 100 bucks, and you don't have that that marking of the males and the howling of the females and all that fun stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. And the prices for the dogs could vary from what to what? Yeah, the prices of the dogs uh, vary depending on the size. Obviously, for spay and neuter, uh, we're talking. Yeah. yeah, for spay and neutering. So a female and a male uh, are different pricing and, and and different weight categories. So uh, from a, a one, I want to say one forty five to one ninety. Don't quote me exactly, but it, it's in that range uh, for spay and neutering of of canines. Yeah, very reasonable. Yes, it, absolutely. Yeah, important to note, obviously, that this is done by uh, veterinarians, and and I imagine that uh, the veterinarians are, um, you know, um, not volunteering. I mean, they're not volunteering, but they're certainly right. <laughs> uh, they're certainly compromising their regular price, and uh, they're doing this out of the goodness of their heart and giving a, a discount so that you're able to make this happen. Right. Well, we, we, I mean, I'm it's, just our, it's our, our clinic and we run it. So we hire the vets that are working in our, in our clinics. And so we have, we set the set the rate for them. Um, so it, it's a little bit different because it's our clinic where, you know, at, at our, our vet hospitals, you know, those vets, um, they have a, a, an overhead that they have to consider, right? You have, most clinics have multiple vets. So your, your uh, clinic owner has all of that that overhead on, on top of them. So, you know, there, there's, there's a, a fee associated with all of that, that they have in their, in their clinics. Right. So yeah. we are minimal, um, our clinic, it's not a big facility. Um, it's just enough to be able to provide those 20 spay neuter surgeries a day that we do in our, in our clinic. To about 20 a day, 20 a day. Yes. Yeah. Spay and and that's, a, that's a mix of, of dogs and cats and males and females. So we have, a guide that we this is how many of the the female canines and how many of the the male canines so there's a process for it but it, it's uh 20 surgeries a day is what our clinic is doing monday to friday 
Yeah, excellent. How many employees are you sitting at ballpark between, and a lot of people I should throw this into because uh, some people may not know that the Niagara Falls Humane Society and the Welland Humane Society amalgamated. So if you didn't know, now mm-hmm. you do. And so between Welland and Niagara Falls, how many employees uh, does the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society currently have to date? Uh, approximately, Tammy? Yeah, with, with, uh, with our clinic staff and our two shelter locations, we're about 30 uh, 30 staff members. And you're good or you feel you're understaffed or how, how do you sit with um, that? We are good because um, we try to make sure that even our part-time or, or you know, cost of living uh, nowadays is high. So to make sure that everyone's getting adequate hours in order to, you know, take care of their families at home and that. So um, we we run with uh, the same staff or, or they have their scheduled days and um, it works well for us. Our clinic staff doesn't change unless somebody takes vacation time or sick time. But, um, you know, they're there. Uh, our shelter staff are there seven days a week and our clinic staff are there five days. And the, the staff is uh, unionized. Our shelter staff is unionized. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. And uh, so you're not hiring or you are? Um, well, not not that I'm aware of. Okay, okay because <laughs> we, I thought you know, if you are, you might as well say. Yeah, if people always can send, uh, drop off their resume, because um, we never kind of know when when something might open up or um, changes uh, to the schedule happen. So, you know, we always encourage people, anybody, shelter life is, a, is, is not an easy goal for everyone, though, right? So people have to realize, you know, it, as wonderful and as fun as it is there's some days that are just bad days and that that unfortunately is part of of shelter shelter life um so it is not for everyone and it's a hard it's a hard job it's sometimes it's thankless you can have members of the public that uh can be um you know quite rude and unfortunately yeah, very you know, like, yeah. yes yeah so um yeah so it takes a certain kind of person to be able to to work in an animal shelter and uh, we have an amazing group of staff that work for us well that's what i wanted to say i i personally feel that the niagara spca and humane society you have an outstanding team right from the board right to the staff and i think uh i think everyone is doing an awesome job so yeah well, thank for you sure. Thank you. Keep I'll definitely that share that yeah. with them. <laughs> yeah. Upcoming events. Any upcoming events or fundraisers of any sort that you want the listeners to know about? Yes. Well, it's November. So every November, um, we have our animals in war pins. Uh, and this is to honor those animals that have sacrificed for wars dating back to World War One. Um, we have horses and we still have dogs that are that are part of uh, of the platoons and, and that. So our animals and war pins are on sale right now. Um, so anyone that would like to um, to purchase can visit our website uh, or our Facebook page and can find the link there on how to do so. Um, there's several different every year. It's a different animal that is recognized uh, this year. It's cat, a cat that is on the pin. But we do have the pigeon, the horse, and the dog who are also um, been recognized. And some of the proceeds will um, actually go to our veterans as well. So we donate part of the proceeds to our local legions. Um, so it's a, it's a great way to give back to our community and also helps the animals in our care. And much like a poppy, these would be uh, a pins that people can wear? Correct. Yes. Like correct. a lapel pin. Yeah. They are a lapel pin. Excellent. Yep. 
Yep. And yep. we are, right now we have our fun drive on. So we are collecting um, clothing, gently used clothing and small household items. Uh, unfortunately, not any large furniture or things like that um, as part of our fun drive. And so we have that on right now. And then uh, we'll be um, taking that. What happens is we take what we collect through the fun drive and to our local value villages. And then they donate proceeds to our shelter location because Fundraising has definitely had a huge hit this past uh, 18, 19, whatever we're in uh, with COVID. Um, so all of our normal functions have been canceled and we had to come up with new ways in order to fundraise um, to continue to do the work that we do in the community. So um, yeah, a fun drive is just one of those things that, that we're doing this year. Yeah, that's great. And I, I remember the blue bins. We used to get the blue bins. Niagara Falls Humane Society bring us the blue bin, donation bin. And on that mm -hmm. blue bin, uh, they would say a wish list and they would itemize, you know, things that they, they need. Is that that's not in in uh, in operation still, or do you kind of still do the blue bin? Well, we do have our our wish list is on our website. Okay, good. Um, so good. if you visit our, our website, you will see our wish list. Um, so everything for what we need for the dogs, for the cats, and for small animals, because we do get a lot of rabbits and guinea pigs and and different things like that through our shelter doors. So um, there's always a wish list there, and of course, you know, forever homes. That's the that's the number one thing we're always looking for. Tammy, did you want to talk about any specific dogs that are currently up for adoption? Oh boy, where to begin? The list yeah. is long. <laughs> yeah. We have some beautiful dogs, and and unfortunately, some of them have been waiting for a little bit to find find their forever home. So, um, you know, we always tell people to do research. Though some of these dogs are they're stubborn breed, the, the Siberian Huskies. We have a few of those, uh, Nemo and Letty and. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the ones that we have. I so, find the northern breeds, the northern breeds, as you mentioned, Siberian Husky, you know, they're very independent thinkers. So they may they not are. be so eager to, you know, uh, please your their master, you know. Absolutely. So, they're I very mean, they, you resourceful. You can still train them. Yeah, you yes. can still train them. But. Yeah, very resourceful dogs because they've had to be. Um, so they, but also very smart. Uh, Jenny is one of our northern dogs that's uh, up for adoption right now. She came with her her uh, litter of puppies who just recently were adopted from us. And so now Jenny is um, is looking for her home. Uh, Zoe is a little lab mix that we have who um, she's beautiful. She's kind of like a silvery gray black mix. Um, she's a little shy at first at meeting new people. So somebody just needs to give her that time and patience. Um, but once she knows you, she's a big snuggle bum. Um, so she, she'll make a wonderful pet. Uh, there's so many. And if you visit our website and you click on that adopt button, uh, our dogs will profiles will come up and you can, can have a look at everybody that is, is currently looking for homes right now. That's great. Can you give the website for the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society, please, Tammy? Yep. It's uh, NiagaraSPCA.com. And like I said, just click on that adopt button and it'll take you through to our adoption page of both our cats and our dogs and our other animals that are, are currently up for adoption looking for homes. Awesome. Now, are you currently looking for more dog walkers or volunteers in any way, shape or form? Uh, we are. We're always looking for dog walkers, especially for our Niagara Falls shelter location. Um, as you well know, Pam has been a, a dog walker at our well-in shelter for 
uh, 30 years. Hats off to Pam. <laughs> awesome um, job. So Pam. we have a, an amazing, amazing dog walking program at the Welland location. Uh, we need to get our Niagara Falls shelter to that same caliber. So uh, we're always looking for dog walkers there um, to help us get those dogs out, get them some much needed socializing, um, exercise and, and just out of their kennel for a few hours. And, you know, hopefully uh, it helps with them with finding a potential home uh, own, owner as well, right? So our dog walkers are a great way to do some that minor little training, you know, how to sit, how to shake paw, um, just basic, basic commands that we can teach the dogs. Yeah, and they need the mental stimulation. They need to get out of the, uh, you know, the kennel enclosures and, Absolutely. and, and just stretch their legs and, and yeah. interact with people. And uh, uh, like, where would people apply? They just go on the website to apply? Yes, our, for... our, our application is there on our website. They can also, there's um, uh, info at uh, NiagaraSPCA.com that they can email and we can send the application there as well. Um, you know, we're, we also do a lot of enrichment in kennel enrichment with our dogs. So, you know, we're always looking for Kongs to do that Kong enrichment. Um, we have a sensory enrichment. Uh, so we have a, a daily charts that we, um, you know, want to go through for the dog. So um, if it's bad weather and maybe they can't get out for the day for walking, we can offer other stimulation for them. Uh, dog puzzles, uh, treat puzzles, things like that. Yeah, I mean, what you're doing for the animals is remarkable, and uh, and you, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you and your entire team are are great friends to the animals. I, I suppose that there's no pet picks with Santa this year. Uh, or I haven't got that far yet, which okay. I probably should since it's November. <laughs> yeah. um, if we're able to do it safely, um, last year, unfortunately, uh, we weren't able to, to provide the pet picks with Santa. Um, we're hoping we can maybe this year um, make some adjustments and be able to offer that uh, safely for everyone. And yeah, yeah, because we, we love to see those Santa picks. Yeah, and so certainly keep me in the loop. I know we stay connected, uh, you know, digitally, you know, through social media. Because mm -hmm. I will, I will post that if you end up doing a, a pet picks with Santa. For sure. You know, we are get... participating in the uh, breakfast with Santa at the Seaway Mall this year again. So um, that's something you know that if anybody's interested, they want to book their tickets because uh, it sells out every year and it sells out quickly. So um, that that is coming up in November, and then. Uh, we're doing our gift wrapping again this year at the Seaway Mall. So that's another big fundraiser for us. So our volunteers will be there on hand, uh, you know, wrapping your gifts. So you don't have to worry about that when you get home and it's already done. <laughs> I love it because yes. if I don't get, you know, the volunteers uh, with the Humane Society to wrap the gifts, I'll just take like electrical tape and <laughs> tape it around and it'll look kind of ridiculous. Yes, <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, and our our, uh, our crew, they love to decorate. Uh, they they uh, take great pride in making sure those presents are uh, wrapped beautifully and yeah. Yeah, okay, super, yeah. So you'll be at the Seaway Mall doing gift wrapping, all proceeds to Niagara Falls, or all proceeds to uh, Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. Yes. Fantastic, yeah. Tammy, it's always a blast having you on the program. Keep up the amazing work you're doing with the shelters. Thank you so much, Dave. Thanks for having me. Take care of yourself. You Bye, as well. Tammy. Bye. Take care, Tammy. Bye. Tammy Gabry, manager of the 
uh, Niagara SPCA, pet care manager, that is, of the Niagara SPCA and Humane Society. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy in the city of Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Check out my website, davemcmahon.ca. We are out of time. It was a pleasure uh, hanging out with you guys for the past hour. Thank you to my producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. And also thank you to our sponsors, the Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, and the Heartland Veterinary Animal Hospital. Have yourselves a doggone awesome night, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. See you later.